Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy SJ Beat here with Miss Proper. Good morning, evening, day to you boys and girls and gender nonconformers. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating a brownie and I almost choked on it. So. Oh, Lord, girl. <laughs> I'm still Well, here. you all are now listening to the Odd Ones Out podcast coming to you live from the comfort of our own homes. Mm-hmm. You in bed? Yes, ma'am, I am. <laughs> Y'all better be in bed too. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So, Miss Proper, how are you, girlfriend? Well, besides, you know, choking on that brownie a little bit, I'm doing okay. <laughs> Nobody judging me because I'm eating in bed. It's my life. And yeah, I'm doing okay. Besides the fact I got to work later, but that's it. What about you, SJB? I feel the exact same, uh, minus the brownie choking. I feel the same. I feel good. I'm looking good. I got to work later on today from four to close. Um, not Jesus. excited about that, but hey, you got to get your money somehow. <laughs> True. So I'm fine. Mm-mm. Thank you for asking that. Oh, Jesus. So it's been such an interesting week, and it's only Wednesday. Like, so much mm-hmm. going on in the world, always and forever, but. Just recently, mm-hmm. we had, yes, I guess I would call a fallen soldier and in the Black community being Nipsey Hussle. Um, I'm sure all of you by now have heard all the news circulating him and his death and this whole ordeal that happened outside of his clothing store in L.A. And he was shot in which he died on his way to the hospital, which is very tragic. And I think it was it's very important for Ms. Proper and I to just kind of not just make this episode about him, but just kind of just talk about everything surrounding um, this violence in, in the Black community and, and why things happen the way that they do and and just everything regarding that and just kind of unpack a couple of things just with that. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I want to say yeah with you, but I mean, just a little bit, because I, I didn't know, I, I still don't even know, but I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was. And, you know, first it started, the first thing I was introduced to it was people having conspiracy theories or whatever, but I didn't read it. It just kind of glazed over and was like, oh, something. And then out of nowhere, his picture and just everything about who he was, even YouTube recommended videos for me to watch of him. He was just plastered everywhere. So eventually I just read the article and I was like, oh, okay. So he was obviously a prominent figure Mm -hmm. in the community. So, I mean, just for some of the people who may be like me, who may not know who he was, I mean, like, what, can you tell us something about him? Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Nipsey Hussle, okay, actually, bear with me, because I didn't know either, but I researched it. <laughs> anyway, um, he was a rapper, he was a community advocate, um, he was Eritrean, which is a country in Africa, and um, he really worshipped his roots, so any community of or any people of that community he definitely would be an advocate for and there's like a small community of Eritrean people in LA but anyway so I'm getting besides the point um community advocate rapper philanthropist um I would would say husband but I guess he kind of was a husband with Lauren London um everybody he worked with everybody now that I think about it because every time I look him up like like Jay-Z name pop up Beyonce pop up or any other major artist that we all know he's working with him he was just like undercover greatness 
And it took for him dying for people to realize how much of an effect he was, not only like in the music community, but just in the black community as a whole. Like this man was breaking all types of barriers and no one knew anything about it. And I think what intrigues me about him is like he's reshaping what it is to be like a black rapper in today's society which is very interesting because that's not what you would you picture you know the black rapper so with his blinds rapping wearing his chains got girls around him he was the complete opposite this man was out here trying to uncover this this that about this and and help veteran communities and help influencing children to be more than what they are in their current circumstances if those circumstances were like you know bad or not uplifting to them like this man was doing the damn thing um an example being um there was a doctor, I think Dr. Sib was the individual's name, and they were on to something as far as finding the cure to HIV AIDS. And ironically, allegedly, this person was killed. No one really knows how, how it happened, who did it. It was just like a cold case, done. And Nipsey thought it was very important for him to research this person and continue on that legacy and, and figuring out how to make this thing a reality or figure out this cure and he even went a step further to create a or start the process of a biopic um just surrounding that doctor and the legacy that they left behind and um yeah like this man really had his hands in a little bit of everything and everything he had his hands in was helping to better the community in one way or another like when what rapper have you ever in your life heard of doing the type of groundwork he's doing just in communities doing outreach work looking up research for hiv aids like this man was like incredible and the fact that he was just taken from a community just just for some personal issue that this other individual had against him is just crazy like people are just so selfless and don't care about anybody but themselves like we were kind of speaking on early before we even you know started this so i feel that to say <laughs> it's, yes, it's a sad day in america with that yeah you can tell just uh, i guess him uh, losing him what it has done i guess in some ways yeah. because you mentioned like some you said there were some issues at his vigil that they had at the mm-hmm. store yeah stuff like that and i just think that is just i think that's super weird and and inconsiderate because people I mean I've said this before the, when you lose somebody that's super close to you it feels as if the floor has been ripped completely from under you I don't know if you've seen that escape room movie but if you have you know what I'm talking about where they were trying to hop from platform to platform and the floor was literally falling from under them and that's the situation where these people that have been affected by Nipsey Hussle and the fact is they were trying to find ways to cope and grieve and and just understand or find some kind of meaning and understanding in all of this and for someone to come there and just rob them of that opportunity is just oh incredibly inconsiderate I just don't understand why people result to that because it's not helping anybody it's not about you in that moment it's about those people and them healing and some people just don't care which sucks like oh Sorry, I just got on my soapbox. Now I'm off of it. Oh, no, you're fine. I think it completely goes with everything. Um, I to, to bring that to another point, I just, it's so unfortunate how, I guess, the quote-unquote good guy is always taken out first. Like, the person that's kind of not all around a perfect individual, because we're all human and we all have our flaws, but the person that's 
actively seeking change in communities and actively trying to influence others to be more than what they are. And you just completely wipe him away from from people who look up to him or to, to cherish him or maybe he is their reason for living because he's had such an, an empowerment, uh, I guess, aspect in their life. Like, it's just sad that like, we always say, like, the good guy goes first. Like, it, like in reality, like, this is a, a real-life situation where a good guy who had his hands in everything positive is wiped away from our community. But then, you know, the bad guy, of course, what, he gets jail, whatever, whatever. I'm sure they, you know, them knowing who he is, they'll try to do something to him in jail. But of course, they're going to, I mean, they're going to protect him and put him in like solitary confinement and things like that. Of course, that's what they're going to do for the, the, the killer. But it's just sad how, you know, he, he continues to live and breathe his life, whether or not it's in jail, whatever. But this person that was out here doing good work and Im impacting pe different people around the world, he no longer has his life. And now his kids and his his uh, ex, well, his fiance and his family now have to live without him. Mm -hmm. And they now have to somehow carry on that legacy. And now I guess that's just for all of us looking in on the situation. Now we need to see what part we can play in just advocating for our own communities and how we can step up and do the things he was doing and he didn't even need recognition you know these days some celebrities be doing things oh i just want to do this so i can get a picture photo op you know mm -hmm. he was doing this and he didn't even need any type of recogni recognition for it exactly i mean you said you heard us say we didn't know who he was until he actually passed away and exactly. learning all the good things right and it's already on there on social media but if you don't you don't know to look up somebody mm -hmm. if you know if you're not interested in the scene that they're in yeah. you know so just, I don't know, it's just interesting that, like you said, someone who's making powerful moves in mm -hmm. the community is just kind of wiped away. And everything has a cause and ripple effect. What bothered me, because I mean, I think I mentioned this to you, is just the fact that you took, away, you took away this person that's well known in your community. He was giving jobs and creating businesses that could bring traffic in to your community. And then now I'm the first thing, and I'm supposed to be coming to LA, you know, in a, a few weeks. And the fact is my my first thought was oh my god i hope i'm not staying close to where that mm -hmm. happened because you're making people not want to come in that direction which is not helping your community essentially because exactly. you're taking money from that community you're taking culture you're taking traffic you're taking all kinds of things from that community by doing these things but it sucks when people commit these crimes that they don't think they don't think it mm -hmm. through and i think that's just with, that's just with everybody whether you're even if you're not committing a crime you just so you're so focused on what you want and what what how someone has wronged you whether they hurt your pride they they took something from you and your your first result is i'm gonna go make them pay by ending mm -hmm. their life or i'm gonna make them pay by hurting them in some way and that shouldn't be your first reaction you should think of other things that could possibly like death should never even be an option mm -hmm. it just it just shouldn't be and the fact is that that's what the his his person the killer that's what the person who that's what the murderer resulted to for him and he, like you said he took him away from his family his children like his children I mean hopefully they'll be able to remember him but they are at a young age and the fact is his younger children they won't even know who he is mm. like get to know him personally but they'll only they'll know the legacy that he's left behind and the stories that people tell and things like and things like that but it just sucks that that's what they're gonna have to deal with when they're growing up and then not to mention his partner as well like trying to find trying to um 
what is the word I'm looking for? Trying to reestablish her life mm. or create her create her new normal without him being there. Especially when you spent five years with this person, it's just I couldn't. I just couldn't imagine mm-hmm. that someone just being taken. I know it's, it's a lot. I mean, we keep saying the same things over, but it just it just sucks that this happened. And I don't know if 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 y'all are thinking it, but I'm thinking it, and I'm just gonna have to say it. It sucks that the person that t- it sucks that he's that he was taken at all. And then it also sucks that the person who took him was another black mm-hmm. person. It, it makes me sad that that happens because you hear all the time people using that as an excuse for why cops, why some cops, I'm going to say all cops, why some cops kill or have killed um, like just black people in the community. And then people that's, and I've heard, I've heard people say that, like they use, they rush to that defense. Well, black people are killing people that still doesn't justify it, but it's just like, you're adding that on top of our culture that adding that stereotype on top of us when we're trying to get away from it, because we want other people to take us seriously and realize, Hey, you can't do whatever you want to us. But if people who are on the outside looking in, seeing us doing whatever we want to each other, they're like, well, how, what, how am I any different? Exactly. You know? I mean, it's no excuse. It just su- it just sucks. I mean, not saying that. I don't know. I don't know if y'all thinking it because I really wish he did not die in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. But it's like, God, why did why did our own have to take right? Him? It's like giving you give you by him doing that. It's just giving the outsiders. When I say outsiders, like other races, more predominantly mm-hmm. white, um, giving them more ammunition or uh, confirmation or actually affirmation Mm -hmm. to what they're already out here doing well they already out here killing each other Mm -hmm. so what makes it different like you said what makes it different that that we're out here killing them they're killing each other anyway yeah but i've even heard black people say that too and i'm just like gosh like you should know better it's not like it's not the same Mm -hmm. thing but it's being portrayed as the same thing and justifying it's just i don't know it's just a weird thing but it just it sucks because it's everything has a ripple effect and you take in this person's life this prominent figure because i mean he's been the difference between it happening to him and other uh people other black people that it happens to because it happens he's not the first one and sadly he may not be the last one it's just the fact that he's known and is getting so much attention and that is not the attention that we want on our community exactly so uh, it just it really sucks so yeah there's something that kind of grinds my gears about the whole situation too and that is just about how everyone is just going to because of his death everyone's going to be like kumbaya okay we need to do this we need to do that we need to start being in these communities and being activists and that and of course it probably was on their mind from the jump to that they need to be more involved in their communities and educate their kids on these things that happen blah 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 but because of Mm -hmm. his death it just kind of heightens it for a moment and in their energy and they're in their they're wanting to just I don't, not seek revenge but in positive ways and, and, and being influences in their own communities and, and influence and change stuff like that but then mm-hmm. months past when he's no longer the topic of situation or on CNN or, or NBC or wherever then they're just going back to their normal oh uh, whatever you know not really being yeah. active in the community more okay well he's gone da, 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 you know all right, let's wait till the next person mm-hmm. to die, and then we're going to kick up the gear and start being advocates as mm-hmm. he or his, as he was or the person that mm-hmm. died was. Like I'm like, why is it temporary? Why does it take for somebody to die or get killed for us to want to mm-hmm. come together, band together, look out for each other, and 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 want to enact change amongst our own communities? 
maybe it's like that split moment in everybody's mind that man that could have been me or that could have been somebody that I truly know or something yeah. so it just kind of ignites some kind of mm-hmm. fire but that's just how I think that's just something that natural that is natural that occurs after someone passes away just like you said that call of action I got to do something and even though the larger numbers fall mm-hmm. off there are still some people that you know hang on to the the movement and they continue to thrive in their communities and in in uh see the legacy through you know or see the mission through but for the most part there are a lot of people that fall yeah. off and it, it sucks that it that death has to ignite that i mean it's that's just with anything you know and as soon as somebody passed we're just kind of we're all over them we know them we're so ex- where we 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 miss them we wish we could have seen mm-hmm. them you know all these different things like why why are we like that as humans yeah. it takes for somebody to pass away for us to really recognize their mm-hmm. worth and appreciate appreciate them as a person that's not everybody because i know there are some people out there that are just diehard fans or like supporters and they're supporting regardless if you're in a casket or if you are walking around you know but i feel like for the majority there are people who just kind of hop on and they're like hey he this person passed away and they were so great and you know just trying to be included Mm -hmm. in in that way so i don't even know where i was what i was where i was trying to go with that felt like I digressed oh, no. but I hopefully like I kind of yeah. yeah you did fine I um <laughs> I think just on that note of us speaking on how people have I guess griped with this situation or how they internalized it and applied it to their life even if they have not or did not know of him um with me it mm-hmm. just it's just what well, I guess not just him but every time someone like that I I don't want to say I connect to, but someone that's making an effective change in communities, every time I hear something about them passing, it just hits me different. So just like with him, I'm just like, damn, like, what am I really doing? You know what I mean? Like, it, like, am I really like out here, like influencing change? Which that's not everyone's calling to be out here inflicting change. Right. But I just feel like, I don't know, I'm, I, me as a person and how I carry myself is mm-hmm. set or I'm on a platform into where I'm capable of inflicting change on others like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I could be doing more, not saying it's my calling, but I just feel like I could potentially just be doing more for people that are like me. And that can be just black, black people in general, or it can just be black, non-gender, non-conforming people. It just, I just feel like I, it just gives me so much more ammunition to just be out there and just doing things, not because, oh, he was doing this and that, just because it's something that I really wanted to do, but it just, pushes it forward every time something like this happens it's like all right i want to get out here and and start doing something because clearly you know i don't know you know it's just like i I don't want to repeat myself but that's just it just that's what the situation gave me Mm -hmm. it's just it makes me want to go out and flick change now and and it makes me feel so and then it also makes me appreciate life a lot more every time something like that happens i'm like i'm in these little spits and spats with people every now and then again you know whatever or or relationships that didn't work or i'm just like is it ever really that serious you know what i'm saying like i should be out here life is so short when situations like this happen it helps me remind helps remind me that life is so damn short and i'm out here sweating about this and sweating about that i'm just like child you need to be living your best life and doing everything that you want to do because each day is not guaranteed just like him i'm sure he didn't know he was gonna die on the 31st of march i'm saying like i don't know when i'm gonna die i need to start living life like 
I'm not scared to go after these things or do this or do that or do everything I say I want to do because, yeah, I'm only, what, 23? Child, 23 more years can go by in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. You, know? you see that fire that you have? Like, that fire, it comes anytime, yeah. like, something tragic exactly. happens, death happens. But it's like you have to, or I would hope that you keep that fire mm-hmm. and you continue to let it burn and not fall off. Like, we were just talking about how right. some people, they have that same that same epiphany and they're like oh my god i need to live because this person he they're no longer living they mm-hmm. were in such height in their life they were doing all making all these different moves so i gotta do these moves because i feel like that's what i should be doing i'm in the position to do it because i'm in a much posi- better position than they are currently because they're no longer here so exactly. just i mean I don't, yeah just follow up if you like have that energy and you want to do it like follow up on it and continue and persist to do it that goes for anybody that's listening yeah. like don't like, death should not just be the awakening mm-hmm. in your soul where you're like i need to do this like there's plenty of tragedies that happen hell you got the holocaust you got slavery mm-hmm. you got columbine you got the bc sniper the list goes on and on like you've had plenty of examples we've all had plenty of examples where life is super short and you just don't know when it's coming mm-hmm. you know it's super unpredictable can't prepare for it as much as you want to because it's just even when you feel like it's coming it's still going to be a shock so everybody just go through life i mean don't do whatever you want obviously because some of the things y'all want to do probably ain't (laughs) probably ain't right (laughs) right so i just gotta make sure i I say that because somebody listening right now and be like oh my god i should be going out here and and doing all this no 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 within reason okay within reason i think um What's interesting to me is, I mean, it's still on the same topic of Nipsey Hussle, but it's more so on um, his fiance's side, uh, Lauren London, like the whole mm-hmm. love aspect of it all. Like, it's just so hard to think about everything she's going to have to do to to start mm-hmm. her, as you said earlier, new normal without him, mm-hmm. him being in her life and then her just having to look at their child they have together and the kids that she's his Mm -hmm. his previous kids that she had relationships with like that is going to be so terribly hard I mean I I know she's going to get through it and I'm I'm sure but it's like imagine having to start losing everything and starting from the bottom again as far as relationships you know like Mm -hmm. I barely Mm -hmm. just in regular relationships when they end well not saying the person died but you know, having to re-get to know someone, having to re-trust someone, mm-hmm. having to re-give, you know, like, it's just like, it's tiresome. And the fact that yeah. you found that in that one individual and then someone took that away from you, like, that's going to forever mm-hmm. be in your heart. Yeah, of course. Like, she's never going to forget him or even get past him, which it, you shouldn't have to get over somebody that passed. Yeah. It's just not how the way it works. But I know when I worked at a funeral home, that's that's the, those are the services that would touch me the most when someone lost their spouse. Yeah. Because whether you're whether you're or their partner, and that's the not they weren't necessarily mm-hmm. married. Some people were married, some people weren't. But the fact is, is that when you build these relationships with people, whether they're friends, family, lovers, whatever the case you want to call them, it's like you're building habits mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. people. Or people are becoming habits especially when you have so many years invested into them so then you you learn their behaviors they learn your behaviors you you learn what they like and dislike and all these different things and the fact is when they go it's like what do I do with all these things that I know about them you know what where do I take this where do what do I do about myself because some of my habits are built into their habits you know what I mean so that's what I was like you know re you that's pretty much what you are doing when you lose a partner you are re- you're creating a new normal 
that doesn't include them. Mm. So I know it just it it sucks. It's gonna it's gonna be a sucky like just it may not even be a sucky journey. I'm not gonna put that on her, but just from my perspective, it seems like it would be just a frustrating journey. Yeah. Especially when you're especially when you like think about it, like if you call your mom or me or one of your friends, like somebody you call on a regular basis, you may even have that moment where you're like, Oh, I wanna call and tell them this and then that moment you realize, Oh wow, I can't right when holidays come up and you're just like I'm used to them doing this you know it's gonna be it's gonna take a long time not that she's gonna get over it because there's no mm-hmm. getting over anything but it's gonna take a while for her especially the fact that she, they have a kid together and seeing that kid walk around and grow and have mannerisms just mm. like him and you know it's just it's, it's gonna be a reminder forever there so My heart. each day I mean all they can I mean the, the truth is you can only take it one day at a time and that's that's the saying and that is true by every means is one day girl my heart just breaks thinking about it for her because i just know if it were me in that situation i don't know i mean i probably would get to the point where i'm able to date again or whatever whatever but i just know how stubborn i am i just wouldn't even want to like i'm like child i done had i done met my soulmate (laughs) and Mm -hmm. he's gone and I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to open my heart up to be hurt again. I mean, it's just like a cycle. Like, what mm-hmm. if you get put back into that cycle of messing with, like, fuckboys? You know what I'm saying? And you already had your king, and now you back in the cycle of fuckboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's a, the process is just annoying. Just in general. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure right now she's not thinking about uh, her next lover. Yeah. But at the same time, it's everybody heals in their own time, yeah. and they they date in their own time so it just it really just depends on the person because i mean some people do shut down completely mm-hmm. because you know they're still attached to that person that they yeah. lost and that in every right sense they should be yeah. you know but in your own time but i'm sure that is the least of her worries in, at this mm-hmm. moment she probably still got pillows with his scent on it Girl, still got clothes nearby it's, yeah it's just whew. It's not. It's not an easy thing. And just to say all that, just oh God, murder is not the answer. It is not the answer. Just uh I feel like there's nothing really we could say. We're just saying things that we feel like you already know. But it's just kind of a venting. Yeah. Decompress sesh. Decompress sesh. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even know her. We don't know her from Adam. Yeah. We just know her from. New news on <laughs> I'm dead. What's that? ATL. That's what I know her from. That's why I was like, Lauren London, she's been like famous for I'm but I can't understand why. You know how some people they get famous mm-hmm. or not even get famous, but you see them in movies or whatever, but their fame is still there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's still lasting, but you can't figure out why because you're like, What are you doing? But yeah, it's kinda like Nia Long. Mm-hmm. She's famous, but you're like, What you been in, girl, since Love Jones I'm dead. and everything mm-hmm. else. I'm just saying, I digress. But yeah. Still, mm. I don't know what I was saying. I lost my no, no, you're I lost fine. my way. Just talking about her and decompressing and her life and yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Like how connected you feel to people you don't even exactly. know, and it's just like yeah, it almost seems like celebrities are not real. But then when something happens, it reminds you like, oh wait, they They're real. real they just like yeah. right things happen. But I just somebody I know I didn't want to really like talk about this but um earlier you were saying how um i'm trying to get it out that's why i keep saying um so please bear with me what was it about like turning in on our own community mm-hmm. what was it 
what was it that you said? Mm, turning against our own community when when situations like this happen and yeah, yeah. I didn't want to men- I did not want to talk about that because I know it's not like what to to say. I guess to sum up what we're trying to say is that when tragedy happens mm-hmm. in the black community, some black people tend to turn their aggression towards their own community, whether there's whether it's destroying stores mm-hmm. or taking lives or just doing different things that will harm their community and not thinking it all the way through because it's like when you're done, when your emotions come down, you step outside your door the next day, those stores are still gonna be fucked up mm. and your community's gonna still look a mess. Hello. It's gonna be a mess and nobody's gonna come over there and clean it up. And then not only has that happened, but the businesses that were there, they're gonna they're gonna pack up and they're gonna move somewhere okay. else. So it's like you're you're just you're destroying your community in that way. And that's and I didn't wanna say that. I didn't wanna talk about that because I know that's not every black person and I don't want people listening thinking that, yep, that's black people there. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not right. That's not the case. It's just certain situations where it, it it has happened and it may happen again. But the way that I I I guess looked at it or try to compare it, I know when I got if you get upset, and I know when I got upset before, when I when you just want to throw something, you end up kind of destroying your own stuff or like ruining your own room or your own space because that's what you feel like you have control over mm-hmm. and and you don't and you don't realize after you destroy <laughs> your entire space you're like oh man somebody gotta clean this up and is in is usually you right so i didn't really want to i mean I, I already told you sjb i didn't want to mention it just because i don't want people walking away feeling like black people are the problem kind of situation mm-hmm. but i felt like it needed to be mention just because someone mentioned it to you mm-hmm. and um i don't know help save me save me i'm john no you're good you i think you rounded that out well you think so yep. i don't know honorable mention, I, <laughs> honorable <laughs> mention. right I, I, I guess yeah just don't turn to your own community okay if you want to turn to your community do something that you said this earlier just do something that can benefit your community and move us ahead not some not destroying our stores is not going to do anything destroying and stealing out stores ain't going to do anything how about you make scholarships or money so that way kids in those neighborhoods can go to college mm-hmm. or so they can have food like kind of black panther the style like feed kids in the neighborhood who you know don't really, who know who you know may not have a lot of food or access to food and things of that nature or they may be in a single uh, parent household whatever the case is like contribute something positive yes. because negativity is not you're just you're just decreasing our value and giving the world more reason to see or m- more reason to have that we don't matter when in all reality we do we matter 110 percent, and people need to see that amen i think so, that right. is, uh, i hope you got something out of that i'm, I'm sure honey you did that um i think it's about time for that about time for that about yes time. quote what's the about time oh okay i was day. like we enabling it's quote of the day quote of the day yes, and i thought it was only right to get a quote from nipsey hustle because he was so influential in his career and in his community and it's we've been talking about effect and cause and everything and he said it best he said we he said we're not the cause we're there we we're the effect so again we're not the cause we're the effect mm. 
take that how you how you want or let it marinate a little bit and just realize you know you affect somebody whether you think you are or not mm. you're some effect in the world so love it yes thank you love it well ooh, what an episode has been today i hope you all have taken one or two things out of what we said today and somehow apply it to your life and just move forward and be the best self you can be. It it takes one act of kindness at a time to influence others. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Pretty much. Well, you said it well. Thank you. (laughs) Well, do you want to do the honors today? No, you let me do it last time, so you can do it. Yeah, we can go back to normal. (laughs) Well, everyone, we are your odd ones. Out.